views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. The following audio is via a Skype call. Whether you feel like your life is crumbling around you or your greatest dreams are just within your grasp, you're on the verge, on the verge of your next best thing. When certified hypnotherapist and master life coach Laura Richer found herself on the verge, instead of having a breakdown, she used it as a way to break through and truly transform her life. Now she works with people every day, helping them to do the same. Tune in to Laura's hit new show, On The Verge Radio, to learn how you can use your breakdown for a breakthrough. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is an amazing show that we've got planned for you today. You know, today you get to hang out with, of course, On The Verge Radio, Laura Richard and Andy Lucas. And the reason that you get to hang out, because both of these women have said yes to bringing a powerful, powerful message to the forefront so that we can understand in our lives what it is about ourselves that keeps us on the verge, but may never, 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 ever move us forward. You know, today you're going to hear from Laura about what this means uh, to break down for a breakthrough. What does it mean to step forward? What is this show about? As well as um, Andy Lucas joining the show today so that each of us can take a look at how we pair up in life, how we decide to bring people forward together. You know, there's always the expression that the sum of two is greater than the whole. That's what Andy and Laura have created together. They work side by side, whether it is working with Seattle Healing Hypnosis or in preparing these shows. They are two women on a mission to help all of us live better lives. You know, for those of you, you're going to hear about Laura today and what she's done to incorporate healing modalities, new life lessons, explore moving beyond our limitations in the people she works with. And Andy, I believe, helps Laura be better at being Laura. That's what I think. <laughs> I, I think don't so know. Too. <laughs> Andy, Andy, Laura, what do, what do you think? What do you think about that? <laughs> Yes, I, I couldn't do this without Andy. She is definitely my behind-the-scenes, keeping-it-all-together person. Thank you. And I would say that I wouldn't be where I am if it were not for the encouragement and support and um, healing that Laura has helped me with. So it is a fantastic partnership. Well, today yeah. we're talking about toxic relationships. You know, the first one is with yourself, right? I mean, that's, you know, I mean, I love that you start a new radio show and out of the gate, what happens is you come out of the gate and what you're doing with this is you're taking on some very difficult conversations. So, uh, you know, let's get started. Toxic relationships. What are they? Are we capable of having them with ourselves? And then this show is to help people recognize, identify, and move me on, isn't it? Isn't it, Laura? Yes, it is. So a toxic relationship, just in simple terms, is a relationship that doesn't feel good. Um, and you can have a toxic relationship with a love interest, with your job, even with your family or loved ones. 
But it really all starts with you. The relationship you're having with yourself is your outside relationships are reflected in that. So that's why we wanted to look at that first today is what kind of relationship are you having with you? So you both have said yes to doing the show and really taking an introspective look. Mm -hmm. So if we're looking at the toxic relationship with myself, is that even possible? What do you both think? Yes, you can have a toxic relationship with yourself and you know you're having one if you have a lot of negative inner dialogue, if you're very highly critical of yourself. I think one of the big markers of a toxic relationship with yourself is if you care more about what other people think of you than what you care, what you think about you. Um, And then that shows up in the rest of your life. So you'll see that you have those types of relationships with other people um, and and maybe even neglecting yourself, neglecting basic self-care. There's all kinds of ways a toxic relationship can show up in your life. I think another big way, too, is not enforcing your own boundaries and not even being aware of what your boundaries are so you're unable to enforce them that's another way too yeah but what we what we have been talking a lot about is that negative kind of inner dialogue and um and how bad that can be and how it how kind of hazardous it can be to have this kind of toxic self-relationship it really affects your quality of life um just in general you're going to be having a negative experience if you have a negative inner dialogue you're always telling yourself you're not good enough, successful enough, rich enough, whatever your negative inner dialogue is. And then again, like I said, that will show up in other relationships that you have. So you will connect with people who reflect those feelings back to you. Yeah. Um, How do you think, Laura, that um, because you offer hypnotherapy and life coaching and Reiki at Seattle Healing, how do you think hypnotherapy can help someone with um, kind of getting over or even being in this toxic self-relationship? So a couple different things, and we're going to get into this more in depth later in the show, but one of the things that we can do through hypnosis is identify where some of these limiting beliefs come from. Sometimes we don't even know why we have certain fears or negative beliefs about ourselves. Um, One example I can use with a client that I had is she had a huge fear of public speaking, and we did some uh, regression therapy and hypnosis where we tried to go back and find what that was about. And we identified an event that happened to her in the seventh grade where she felt uh, embarrassed by speaking in front of the class. And so so by identifying some of those things and bringing them into our conscious awareness, we can look at them and say, okay, is this valid information anymore? Do I need to be influenced by the feelings of this embarrassed seventh grader or is it time to let that go? The other thing with hypnosis is that when you're in a hypnotic state or a trance state, your mind is more open to suggestions. So we can start making suggestions about the feelings that you want to have, you know, creating confidence, building self-esteem, and visualizing what your life would be like if you were to step into that. That sounds fantastic. And I can't wait to talk more about it because I've had such a positive experience with it. Are there certain things that you um, maybe hear your clients saying about, are there like common examples of this negative self-talk that we could kind of all be looking out for? Yes, I think... Some really common examples, especially I I work with clients for weight loss and hypnosis is a very um, powerful treatment for helping support somebody lose weight. Um, And it's that I'm I'm uh, that negative story that I'm not going to be able to do this, that I always mess up. I'm just going to gain the weight back. And so by telling yourself this story or having this negative inner dialogue, you're actually locking that behavior into place. So your your action is going to follow your thoughts. So if you think that you can't do it you're not going to be able to, which is why hypnosis is really helpful in changing those thought patterns 
getting you moving towards achieving your goal. Okay. Do you think that there's toxic people? Yes. I think I've, run into, I've run into a few. <laughs> so I do think there are toxic people and you're really not. And I think that there's, so I think there's two things. I think there are some toxic people who are willing to take advantage and hurt other people. That's, that's definitely a reality. And if you're having a toxic relationship with yourself, you're going to be more likely to interact with those people. Um, or I think that there's also just some people who are toxic for each other. So maybe yeah. individually they're great people, but for whatever reason, the dynamic between the two of them just isn't healthy for either of them. So I think it can be either one. But the more you have a positive relationship with yourself, the less likely you are to be in either of those types of relationships. Uh, I completely agree. It sounds I'm having some childhood memories of the, uh, okay. of the family. Um, <laughs> so... Um, do you, what are some of the warning signs that I'm having this toxic relationship with myself? So I think the biggest one I find with my clients that we really work on is letting go of what other people think of you. We have oh. no control about, of what other people think of us. And if we're taking in negative feedback all the time from other people, um, that is going to impact the relationship that we're having with ourselves. So that, and then also just saying, you know, I'm not good enough. I, I always fail, you know, just at whatever that negative inner dialogue can be. If you notice you have a lot of negative thoughts about yourself, you're having a negative toxic relationship <laughs> with yourself. I love it. So, well, I don't love it. I don't love a negative <laughs> relationship. But where do you think um, this negative voice, where do you think that this comes from? It's probably different for everybody. I think it's messages that we take in from society. Um, and, you know, maybe you had a negative childhood experience. Maybe your parents were really critical or maybe you were bullied at school. Maybe you had a past job tell you that you, you know, fired you and told you that you were worthless or a relationship that left you feeling not good enough. So everyone has different life experience that can create a negative inner dialogue. And then I think also just human beings by nature, we're always evaluating ourselves and our circumstances, which can be positive, but it can also be negative if you are listening to that negative inner voice. Right. And I think um, you had said this once to me, like if you take on, if you listen to each criticism and start believing that criticism as truth, you become so so much more susceptible to then repeating it back to yourself. Yes. And then acting, your actions follow that. So if I tell myself I'm a failure constantly, I'm probably going to engage in self-sabotaging behaviors that cause me to fail because I've already told myself that's who I am. And then it becomes real. And then it becomes real. So that's why it's so important so that you can have a, a good experience that you're not listening to that negative voice. God, it all really comes back to that. Yeah. And is that what you find most of your clients are coming to you for? Are they feeling just kind of beat down a lot? If they're coming to me for an aspect of their life that's difficult, and that could be relationships, it could be their health, um, it could be their job, whatever it is. And so that's one thing that we start looking at is if there is a difficult aspect of your life, what are you saying to yourself about that aspect? You know, if you're having a difficult time in love relationships, are you saying I'm not worthy of a healthy relationship? Are you saying nobody's ever going to love me? Or if it's your health, you know, I, I always fail at my diets or I'm too fat or whatever the story is. So yeah. usually if somebody's having a difficult time in their life, they have a very negative inner dialogue about that aspect of their life. So we do work on identifying what that is and then work towards changing it. Nice. What do you think, um, like deep down, do you think that we really believe kind of in this negative voice yeah. that we're hearing? Well, can I do a thing? Can I do something? Because I want to chime in on that one when yes. we come back from break. Because I think... We live, oh, so this Dr. Pat. So I don't <laughs> want to speak for you two, but I want to speak for me for a minute. 
I have been uh, realizing for myself that maybe at different points in time, I have been living the illusion of a negative, the illusion of a positive life through negativity, the illusion of a positive life through negativity. Now, we're going to take a break because I want everybody to wrap your mind around that. The other way of saying it is I think I'm Ms. Positivity. As a matter of fact, do you know that my nickname is Dr. Positivity today? (laughs) But if you talk to Linda, and as a matter of fact, I'm going to post on Facebook an old school page, picture me playing ping pong. That is a, that you will be looking at, you'll be looking at a girl, you'll be saying, oh man, you do not want to mess with her. So if I'm thinking I am the queen of positivity throughout my life, but yet everything about my frequency, everything about what's going on is like negative, negative, negative. What do we do to get a new self-awareness? And then how do we change it? I don't know the answers to that. That's why Andy and Laura <laughs> in the house today. I just know that question right there. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. For all the times that you rain on my parade. And all the clubs you get in using my name. You think you broke my heart, oh girl, for goodness sake. You think I'm crying on Tune in to the Psychic Professors Show, the Voices of Spirit Radio, with international medium and spirit artist Dr. Susan Barnes on Transformation Talk Radio, featuring a variety of spiritual topics such as psychic art, spiritualism, EVP, psychic development, and mediumship. This hit call-in show provides listeners with breakthrough wisdom to enliven and enlighten their lives. Visit spiritartgallery.net for show days and times. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Radio. Tune in to the Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. What is a brilliant culture? And how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you design a culture that is authentic, innovative, and successful. Learn how to create change with Cultural Brilliance Radio, the DNA of organizational excellence, and Claudette Rowley. To learn more or work with Claudette, Visit ClaudetteRowley.com. Do you know how to achieve wellness in all areas of your life? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack 
Signs of wellness are a capacity to love and ability to nurture, a sense of purpose, a good sense of humor and plenty of fun in your life, a concern for others and a respect for the environment, a conscious commitment to personal excellence, a sense of balance and integrated lifestyle, and capacity to cope with whatever life presents. Well people enjoy their lives and want them to last as long as possible. That's why the wellness mindset usually accompanies other constructive healthy lifestyle habits. By adopting a wellness mindset and behaviors like eating well, taking the right nutrition for the body, exercising, and saying affirmations are just a few things to structure a healthy system of values and beliefs. Call us at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. And visit us at maryjanemack.com. And baby, I'll be moving on And I think it should be something I don't want to hold back Maybe you should know that My mama don't like you And she likes everyone And I never like to admit that I was wrong And I've been so caught up in my job Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is On The Verge Radio. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm just kinda, I just kind of love hanging out with our hosts here and our co-hosts. And, you know, today we are launching again On The Verge Radio. Laura uh, and Andy are joining us here today. And you know why? Because they have taken this journey together. Today we're talking about toxic, toxic relationships and the fact that it starts with us. Mm-hmm. Before we jump ahead, Laura, Andy, would you mind taking a minute and letting folks know um, how they can find out more about you, Laura, people that might want to work with you that are thinking, I don't know how to get out of my old toxic self. Can you tell them how they can, they can work with you? Yes. So at Seattle Healing, we offer a complimentary 30-minute consultation for potential new clients to see if we would be a good fit to help you achieve your goals. And you can reach us by phone at 206-765-8265 or also online at seattlehealinghypnosis.com. We are also all over social media, uh, Facebook at Seattle Healing Hypnotherapy, Instagram, Google Plus, and YouTube. Wow. Uh, And by the way, I I wanted to comment on, Andy, the work that you've done to shine a light on this show and the work, Um, you know, how you've been able to tell the world about this, everything from the press releases you've written to the graphics graphics you've selected are just outstanding. They're just stellar. Thank you Um, so much. I'm really proud to be able to share this because what Laura's teaching and her message is so important. It has absolutely changed my life. So, Well, that's what's important. That's what I said earlier. Here's the deal. You know, there are some of us that deliver the message. Then there are others like I've got on my team, Jessica, Linda, right? Right. There's some, there's some of the people that you've got to have to tell the world about your message in a way that neither one of us know how to do, Laura, Laura or me. And so that's why I love this to this gathering of the energies you both both bring. Now you could have picked any number of shows to do here for your second show. Mm-hmm. But you picked toxic relationships. The buck stops here. Oh, well, that's my tagline. So <laughs> you got to help us today move past the illusion that we're living a positive life, mm-hmm. but do it in a way where we can still hold our heads up high, right? 
Yeah. So me and Andy were actually just talking about this earlier before we did the show today of what the difference is between knowing that you want to have a certain life and that there are things that you want to create and you want a positive relationship or a great job or whatever it is that you're wanting to create in your life. The difference between knowing that and wanting it and actually feeling that you deserve it. And there are some barriers that people have sometimes from getting to that place where they feel that they deserve it. And I know I worked with Andy. I know she doesn't mind sharing a while ago um, with some of these issues. And uh, what are some of the things that you were saying to yourself, Andy, that were blocking you from feeling that you deserve the things that you want? Yeah. So I first went to Laura for hypnotherapy about three years ago, and I was originally going for weight loss. And I didn't, Laura will say this all the time, that it's not just about food and diet and exercise. It's really this kind of emotional connection that we all have toward eating. And so I wasn't, I wasn't really, it wasn't even really about the weight loss. It was, I was in a very toxic relationship with myself and I was, I berated myself every day. I was in a very toxic work relationship, which is coming on our next episode (laughs) to talk more about that because I think there's a lot of people who are suffering from that. But I also just didn't really believe that I was um, worthy of, of having these great things. I wanted them. I wanted a good relationship and I wanted to have a great job that I felt passionate about and I I wanted this great life but I I think there was something inside of me that I didn't even realize I just was blocking me. So hypnotherapy was so incredibly helpful and what Laura offers that I think is spectacular is not just hypnotherapy but also life coaching with it. And so we talked before each session and then we would have hypnotherapy and then we talked again after and it was very helpful. It was very it kind of rounded it all out and it helped make sense of it all. And um, I think I feel that I got more out of five sessions of hypnotherapy and coaching with Laura than I did in five years of talk therapy. So it was incredibly helpful. <laughs> and so tell me, Andy, because I you have such a great success story. So after we worked on some of this stuff and you let go of some of these limiting beliefs mm-hmm. that were keeping you stuck in toxic relationships, what what have you done since then? <laughs> well, I um, I am happy to say that through working with you, and it wasn't immediate. This did not happen overnight, and this was not a magic bullet. But um, I, after we worked together and then over the past three years, I've really come to under. I feel good about myself, and I, I am more aware of my negative self-talk. Even this morning when I couldn't find my keys, I was like, what an idiot. I thought, no, don't. I can't say that to myself. But since then... I am happy to say that I'm in a a nurturing, happy, loving relationship with somebody that I think three years ago I would never have even appreciated. I wouldn't have even understood it. And I would not have been who he wanted Mm -hmm. because I was feeling so badly about myself. So I have that through Laura's encouragement and support. I was able to start my own company. So I was able to leave my horrific uh, corporate job and I've started my own marketing company and so that's how I get to work with Laura on the show and on her website and on her social media and I feel happy every day when I get up to work I feel passionate about what I'm doing and it's 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 amazing I I know you don't like to think of it as magic although it hypnotherapy does in a way kind of feel like magic but you were able to get into my subconscious and really get to the heart of what some of my issues were in a way that I've never been able to do. Because during talk therapy, I feel like you're, I'm, I'm kind of guarded. I'm in control of what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Whereas in hypnotherapy, it felt kind of different. 
Well, I was able to help you access your subconscious. So really, the yes. client is doing all of the work. <laughs> yes. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just guiding you. Yeah. Um, and and I think that's a really important distinction to make. I think that you were ready to let go of this negative relationship that you were having with yourself because it's exhausting and it wasn't creating it the results you wanted. Um, so that's another important piece. Is that in hypnosis we can only help you create change that you want to create. And you were somebody who was really ready and willing. And it ha- I mean, you've made huge changes in the last three years. I so feel like a different person. Yeah. And now I've gotten awesome. to take advantage of Hummingbird Marketing <laughs> Services. Excellent help in Thank promoting you. my radio, sh- yes. radio show. <laughs> yeah. So, but, so I know you heard my negative self-talk and especially when we were doing sessions and everything. Mm-hmm. Tell me, are, are there different ways that we can talk to ourselves? Like, how can we, when I lost the keys today and I was like, oh, you idiot, what is a different way? How can we kind of start working on changing what we say to ourselves? So I think it's important to be able to evaluate yourself and your behavior and what's going on in your life. And there's nothing wrong with that, looking at what's happening. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to change something. But if you come at it in a really aggressive, negative way, like, oh, I've gained weight. Now I'm a fat slob and I'm, you know, not worth anything. Versus, oh, I noticed I've lost some weight or I've gained a little weight. I'm you know, going to start exercising and get off these pounds. You're going to create completely different results. The first one is really shaming and, and gets you stuck in the pattern of, mm-hmm. of what you don't want to have happen versus being kind and gentle with yourself. You'll actually motivate yourself more to do what it is you want to do. I had a great client who had a lot of issues around food and she was so punishing. Every time she'd eat something, she'd just spend hours obsessing about how awful mm-hmm. that was. Um, And we worked on, and she had three children who she absolutely adored. So we worked on her learning to talk to herself in the same way that she talked to her kids. She would never call her kid a fat loser. And so we wanted her to stop doing that for herself. And as soon as she started practicing that and kind of mothering herself, she started to see really significant results. Wow. You know, even just thinking about that, I would never, if you lost the keys, I wouldn't have turned to you and said, (laughs) you idiot. I would never do that. But we say the most vicious, hurtful things to ourselves, and it really is has a negative impact. It does. And I think, you know, a lot of times it's unconscious. I think that we, we're we doing it, it, it comes from a positive, or it comes from a place where we're wanting to get a positive result. So a lot of people feel, you know, if I hated myself enough, if I shamed myself enough, then I will change this behavior. So I'm going to be really hard on myself. And that might work for some people, but the majority of people are not motivated in that way. It's actually more effective and beneficial to be kind to yourself and and to get yourself in a place where you believe that you deserve what you, what it is you want. If you're an idiot, you don't really deserve anything. So, right. Yeah. That is kind of a negative. It's a, like a vicious cycle. Yes. Berating and we think we're going to browbeat ourselves into making a change, but it doesn't happen like that. We'd all be thin and rich and perfect if that was the case. Oh my yeah. goodness. <laughs> um is it do you feel like it can um it can be unconscious when we're doing this. Is it mostly unconscious? Yeah, this I think talk? most of the time it is unconscious. Uh, clients that I work with, like I said, who have a part of their life that's really challenging for them, when we get in there and look at what their actual beliefs are about that aspect of their life, sometimes they're not even aware that they're sending themselves these negative messages. They're just something they've kind of absorbed in their environment or it, a lot of it is unconscious. And that's why hypnosis is so great for changing these patterns is that we're working with the subconscious mind. So your conscious mind has all of the information that you're thinking about right now. Your subconscious mind has all of the information. So any thought, sensation, experience, anything that's ever happened to you is stored somewhere in your subconscious mind. 
you might not be aware of it. You might not be thinking about it, but it still could be influencing your behavior. So sometimes hypnosis can be really effective in, in looking at those beliefs and then, then changing them. Because they're still affecting everything we're doing. Yes, exactly. All of these prior actions, all of these prior thoughts. That's how the woman in seventh grade, somebody said something nasty to her when she was speaking and it's, and it's wrecking her ability to put on a performance or give a talk at work and she's in her 40s. Right, exactly. And that wasn't something she was thinking about. She wasn't thinking about the seventh grade every day. Now she's in her 40s at work. Right. But that, that experience was still influencing her. So just through the process of identifying that and then again making new suggestions for behaviors that are going to be more relevant and beneficial for a 40-year-old versus a 12 or 13-year-old, whatever you are in the seventh grade. Um, and visualizing the outcome of that can really help you change the way mm. you're seeing things. Yeah. Wow. You know, this is really, honestly, for people listening today, this is so multifaceted that, you know, I can understand why for most of us, we are engaged in self-loathing in a way that we can't even recognize ourselves. But then that that unrecognizable self then becomes our norm. So it's an interesting cycle. Hey, why don't we take a short break and we come back? Danger, danger, danger. <laughs> really? Negative self-talk? W- what is that? Is that really the danger zone? Yeah. Laura, <laughs> Andy, right back. Stay tuned. You want my courage, my sword and shield, grace under pressure, my wall of steel. I was a stone weighing us down. You were the angel I chained to the ground. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you're ready to take your power back Visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com. Or call 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-MIND. Tune in to the Psychic Professor's Show, The Voices of Spirit Radio, with international medium and spirit artist Dr. Susan Barnes on Transformation Talk Radio. Featuring a variety of spiritual topics such as psychic art, spiritualism, EVP, psychic development, and mediumship. This hit call-in show provides listeners with breakthrough wisdom to enliven and enlighten their lives. Visit spiritartgallery.net for show days and times. Do you want to heal your body and mind? Your body has a lot to tell you if you just learn to listen to your intuition. Audrey Michelle, host of Rewired Life Radio, can help you peel away the layers that are holding you back from living your best life. Tune in to Rewired Life Radio. Learn to love, heal, celebrate on Transformation Talk Radio every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. Connect with Audrey at AudreyMichelle.com. Known for his keen sense of humor, contagious smile, 
and extensive esoteric wisdom, EJ translates deep spiritual wisdom into practical advice to empower you to live your happiest, most fulfilled experience. Mystic Living Radio, deep spiritual wisdom, practical advice with EJ, Eliyahu Jihan. This hit show delivers profound experiences for all who want to live life to their deepest desires. Tune in monthly for Mystic Living Radio. Learn more by visiting vitaltransformation.org. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at maryjanemack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit maryjanemack.com. everybody welcome back you're listening to on the verge radio laura richard joining us here today andy lucas as well and you know this is a conversation that uh, is is sort of you know the upfront part of the series we're doing about being on the verge now on the verge doesn't always mean you're on the verge of a breakdown i don't know how many times you all have heard the expression on the verge of something amazing uh, today, uh, they're both taking on toxic relationships, and the first one is with ourselves. Um, you know, so far we're talking about, is it even possible to have it? And then what happens when we get in the cycle of negative self-talk? What do we do? How do we get out of it? And how, let's just, I, I would love to hear both of you talk about this the dangers of negative self-talk. I know that, Andy, you shared a story, but there are other dangers. There's the danger of thinking that negative self-talk is only what comes out of our mouths, but that's not it either, is it? No. it's. I would say that a lot of times our inner voice is almost louder than our outer voice because yeah. our thoughts, they're just, they're always there. And sometimes they can almost become deafening. Uh, it's this loud, powerful voice that's telling you you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, and it we, it's going on constantly, and we don't even realize it's happening, I think. Or it can create a physical reaction in your body of stress and anxiety and that adrenaline going, and nothing's even happening. You could just be sitting in your living room by yourself, but the storyline <laughs> going on in your head is terrifying. Yeah. Well, you had that happen with the... Yes. So I always had a negative story around money and fear around not having enough money, which was an interesting fear to have because that I've never had the experience where I didn't have enough money. I have always had a place to live, food on the table. So so it was a it was an un it wasn't a real thing that was happening to me. But I had the when I started to do some work around what my limiting beliefs were and identifying some of the beliefs that I had and the fears that I had around money and becoming aware of them, I started to notice this crazy story that line that was playing in my mind sometimes. So I had this experience of I was I had gotten a bill from a previous apartment that I hadn't paid. It was a utility bill or something like that. And it was a, it was for maybe $60, $70. It wasn't a large amount of money. And I just felt myself go into a panic. And in my mind, in a split second, I went into a trance of 
being homeless, shuffling down the street, no money. And I could feel all of that anxiety coming up in my body. But since I'd been working on identifying what some of my limiting beliefs were, I was able to, after engaging in that for a little bit, to identify it. And I actually, I was in the elevator at my apartment. Luckily, I was by myself, so I didn't look so crazy. But I said out loud, stop it, to break myself out of that trance. So you know, we talk about hypnosis and, and doing that positive visualization, but sometimes on our own, we're putting ourselves into a trance, going mm-hmm. into that negative vis- visualization. And you weren't even saying anything out loud to yourself. No. That no. was all this whole thought process, and it probably took place in the span of 30 seconds, yep. completely worked yourself up. Like, And it's so easy to do that. I had a friend who used to refer to it as playing tapes over in my head, mm-hmm. just the same recording over and over again. And it's it can really keep you, I think, what Dr. Pat was asking, the dangers, it like, can keep you in a really bad place. Like It can keep you in a bad job. It can keep you in a bad relationship. Well, and even if nothing happens from it, which I do believe if we, we invest enough in negative thinking, we're going to see that reflection of that in our outside world and negative things could possibly happen. But even if they don't, in that moment, I was having the experience of being hom- a homeless old right. lady shuffling down the street when really, in reality, nothing was happening. Nothing was happening. Yeah, it and was... I was having that physical response of anxiety in my body, which is hard on your body. Ugh. And just saying stop it and, and you know, identifying that's what I was doing. I could feel the adrenaline kind of go, go down, my body kind of relaxing again. But, it, yeah, it, yeah, it can have an effect. Even if nothing happens, you're still experiencing life in that way. Yeah. So why do you think that? We listen to this. Why are we listening to this self-talk that is um, crap? Well, I think sometimes it can be really one of the dangerous behaviors that gets us into this is comparing ourselves to other people. So oh. I think if you get really caught up in comparing yourself to to others and evaluating, you know, that I'm not good enough because I'm seeing other people doing something that I think is better um, that is one way that that we can get that voice amped up. And I know we talked about when we were growing up in the 90s, oh. the, the ideal body type was was Kate Moss, um, the supermodel who was a waif. And if you're naturally thin and that's beautiful, that's great. But neither you or I have I'm that not, type of a body. No, and I'm never I could starve myself and I would still never have her. Same with me. And so in oh, my yeah. mind, though, I compared and myself to Let me just chime in. Yeah. Yeah, let me just chime in. I was showing people a picture from me from 1973 and 1974 playing ping pong, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, someone said to me, you know, you were always a little chunky, weren't you? And I'm like, is that all you saw in that picture right there? Is that is that it that you're commenting on my legs and shorts right there? Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. just I, I'm telling you, I went from zero to one twenty on that. Mm-hmm. And I said, let me just correct you; those are muscles. Okay, look at that thighs. <laughs> so my, you know what my friend says? Huh. Oh, new nickname, thunder thighs. And I'm oh. like, okay, that and you know, so so for me. I know enough about that to say, yeah, you want to call me that, that's okay. But think about it, the comments that we make to each other, thinking, Mm. whoa, that's like in jest. Yeah. Yeah. Especially young women. I remember being younger and kind of bonding with other, you know, middle school, high school age, bonding with each other about the diets that we're going to be on and criticizing Uh how fat we are and how big our thighs are and all of those things. And it was kind of a female bonding ritual. Did you have that experience? Yes. And it was, it's not good. And yeah, like, oh, I didn't eat today. So I get an extra sticker or what, like, what were we doing? It's so unhealthy. It's not good. And it, it's this comparing ourselves to something that is completely unrealistic. 
And so, I mean, Dr. Pat, if you had a toxic relationship with yourself, you could really have taken in that comment and beaten yourself up and absorbed that as being true. But yeah, well, I just don't want to say that I I, I want to say for those listening that I am human. I did look in the mirror here recently. And I'll tell you what happened to me was just the opposite. I said, girl, you got to get back to the gym and build up some muscles in them legs. So, you know, yeah, you're right. If I if I didn't have a little. OK, I'm sorry. If I haven't done a lot of work on myself, <laughs> you know, all and not a little, a lot of work on myself. You're right. I mean, that could have been, yeah, let's cover them legs up. You, mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You yeah. could have gone yeah. home crying after that yeah, and just taken oh, yeah. that in and dwelled on it for weeks. And I have yeah. worked with clients yeah. who, you know, a negative comment like that when they were young kind of sent them into an eating disorder. I mean, it can really have a strong negative impact. So I think the the less you compare yourself to other people and the more you listen to your own inner voice, the less likely you are to get into the negative self-talk and that negative inner dialogue. Do you what do you have any advice? Like what can I do on a daily basis to stop myself? What can anybody do with this terrible inner dialogue that we have? So look at the aspects of your life that are challenging for you and then ask yourself, what do I tell myself about this aspect of my life, whether it's my health and well-being, my financial situation, my relationships, what am I what am I saying? And become aware of what your thoughts are around those topics. And then ask yourself, is any of this even real? You know, like my story about my mispaid or missed utility bill that sent me into homelessness. Obviously, none of that was real. Right. So just creating some awareness around what you're thinking, which is sounds very simple, but it can be challenging because we're so programmed to default into some of these negative trances that we go into that it does take some practice to do it. But it it definitely can be done. You know, I never, no longer ever go into this money story. I know you don't go into the negative relationship story mm-hmm. anymore. So it's it's definitely possible. Um, and then, you know, when you go there, ask yourself, do I really want to invest in this right now? Or is, are there better things to be thinking about? Right. Do you think that we ever believe it? Do you think deep down that we believe this? I think that our true self does not believe it. And so that's when we think these negative thoughts about ourselves, that's why it feels so awful because it doesn't resonate with your truth self. I think whenever you're doing something that is not authentic to who you truly are, you you can feel that in your body. You can feel the feeling that this isn't right. And so when you're thinking terrible thoughts, if it feels bad, it's not true to you. Yeah. Is that what it means when somebody says, I'm living this authentic life? Yeah, the life that feels like that feels like your truth, what's true to you. I love that. Um, what is, I always feel like when we do something, there has to be some kind of payoff or we wouldn't continue doing something. Like even if you're, if you're the martyr in the group, you're doing it because you're the martyr and you get to maintain this. What is the payoff in listening to this voice? I think there's a false belief that... Um, somehow it's going to be motivating that somehow, like I said earlier, if you hate yourself enough, you'll change the behavior that you don't like. Uh, I I think that's usually it. And sometimes I just think some of it's really unconscious. You know, I think for women, the example that we use, or maybe some men too, the story that I'm fat is kind of, we kind of absorb that just from the environment that we grow up in with, with the images that we see in media and comments from people. Mm -hmm. Um, So some of it is just kind of unconscious things that we've 
we've picked up and maybe there's no intention behind that. But I think the payoff a lot of times is you're looking to change that behavior. But it's actually it's going to do the exact opposite. It will keep you locked in that behavior most of the time. Right. Because our actions follow what we think. Yes. Yeah. So if I believe I can't do it, what's the Henry Ford quote? If you believe whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If I think I can't handle this, if I I think I'm going to bomb in front of my next uh, speech that I have to give or whatever, that's if I think I'm going to fail on my diet, then you're going to. And then I also think another driving force with some of this is that we want people to like us. We want to fit in and belong. And that's that's great. Um, But when you put so much importance on that, more than what you think and feel, you're going to start getting into that, again, negative, critical self-talk. So it's great to connect with people, but you don't want to value their opinion of you more than your own opinion of you. Right. That's that's really interesting because you can you really are. That's why the negative self-talk happens, because you're not going to be good enough for those people that you want to impress. And you have to be this perfect person. Right. Oh, (laughs) God, this really is toxic. My goodness. (laughs) So how do you, um, I know how you kind of helped me, but like, how do you help clients overcome this? What do you, what, how do you do this? Uh, Becoming aware. I, awareness is everything. So you need to be aware of what you're thinking and how that's influencing your behavior. And like I said, hypnotherapy can be a really great tool for that. Um, and then, again, questioning, is any of this even real? These, these negative things that I'm saying, is any of this even true? Usually when we really look at it, well, you know, like I said with my money story, it, it's not true. And, and once mm-hmm. we pull it out and look at it, we can see how absurd it is. And looking at the results that it's creating in your life. And is that where you want to invest your energy? Yeah. Like, am I really a horrible, horrible human being because I – ate a Snickers bar. Right. No. And it, but that's the thought that we have. And so it, in our heads, it sounds normal. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but, but it's not. I don't know. And when you sense. say it, it does make sense. And when you say it out loud, when you bring that information into your conscious awareness and you look at it, and I think the whole thing is just about becoming more aware of what you're thinking and what results it's creating in your life. Okay. And once you start to look at some of those things, you can really make the connections between the relationships you have and the job that you have and the and food that you're eating. and Draw well. some dotted lines that are really <laughs> terrifying to look at. I do want to talk more about uh, the trance state because – and I think this misconception that people have about hypnotherapy that um, you're going to make me cluck like a chicken – No one clucks like a chicken in my office. So hypnosis is a really natural state that we go in and out of on our own all the time. If you go into a daydream or if you space out when you're driving and you kind of forget the last few miles or even if you're watching a movie or a TV show and you're so engaged in it, you're so focused and concentrated that you're not aware of what's happening around you, that's being in a trance. And and that is beneficial to use in therapy because, like I said, your mind is more open to new suggestions when you're in that relaxed trance state, which is actually the same state we're in when we're taking in some of these negative messages, too. Mm-hmm. You know, commercials and what we get in media is it's your mind is in that trance state that allows you to absorb some of that. So in hypnosis, we're just using trance for good and instead of evil. <laughs> and when you say <laughs> when you say that you're making suggestions it's not a suggestion like you're not going to like ice cream anymore. It's 
what is it? It would depend on whatever the client is trying to accomplish. So I don't have three magic words that I'm going to say that you will never want to eat ice cream again. But we might start making suggestions about visualizing what it would look like if you did make healthy food choices and if you did really love your body and took care of yourself and visualizing what the outcome of that would be. But being in a trance, like I said, is just something normal. It's just a state of being relaxed. What was your experience of being in a trance? Well, I will say it was the first time especially was very different because I could hear myself talking and I could hear myself talking. I almost sounded like a child. Mm -hmm. And that's where we got to a lot of some of my eating issues. Whenever I was overeating, it was because I was like suppressing all this guilt and I was like using food to push it all down. And I have never again overeaten to that point of like feeling so sick and um that it was super helpful Mm -hmm. so but I could hear myself it was all just I was tapping into this different part of my mind yeah yeah but you you were in complete control you you're in an altered state and you feel very relaxed but you're in complete control and I'm just guiding you sometimes I will do sessions with people where I think exactly I know exactly where it's going to go and what the answer is and they take it in a completely different direction and it's usually amazing what we find so it's always a surprise <laughs> I did like the visualization part because I would always see myself like around this kind of warmth this yellow like feeling happy and cozy and good about myself and that really is kind of how I feel today and I mean those sessions were 3 years ago but it's still I can still feel that's what I've guided myself to. Yes. So it all kind of paid off. Yeah. And that's the power of the subconscious mind. It's going to show you exactly what you need to see. So you're, like I said, you're in complete com- control. Wow. And um, what about the, when you're, t- you're having kind of this negative self-talk and so you're doing hypnotherapy with somebody, that's where you're kind of reanalyzing the questions or the things that they're saying to themselves that you're just saying, hey, Let's really look at this. Is mm-hmm. this really even true? Yes. Or looking at the part of them, you know, because not every part, if I have a really negative uh, belief about myself, my whole being doesn't believe that. It's just an, a part of myself that does. So kind of looking at that part, talking to that part and saying, what what is the reason that this part of you is showing up? What's And usually it's to be motivating. Usually it's to get you to make a change. Interesting. What? Well, I, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Here we are in our lives, right? And we we know, we absolutely know at the very core of who we are that we want more. The thing that I'm fascinated with is how these things within ourselves, in our subconscious, we don't know about, we can't see. So it's not likely that if we don't know about them and we can't see them, that we're going to be able to do anything about them. Right. Yeah. I I mean, look at the example I used. I mean, what is it about the sound of handcuffs that really does bother me? Right. I mean, I'm not talking about like, oh, handcuffs. Oh, my God. I'm talking about that sound that when I heard them tapped into something so deep inside of me that the tears came down my eyes. Now that's how, you know, you got something in there, right? Right. Yes. (laughs) You you know what I'm saying? I mean, if you go see a movie like Thor or you go see like some kind of like Spider-Man movie and you're crying throughout the movie, there's something that's going on there. Yes. I agree. There are certain movies that have tapped into me that I can't, I'm crying the entire time or books that I've read or 
even commercials, and they all kind of have this underlying theme I've noticed, but there's something else that I probably need to figure out what is what is going on with it. So, um, what do you, uh, with Laura? You've had hypnotherapy before years yes, ago, a lot, and even now I've done a lot of hypnotherapy on seeing a hypnotherapist. Yes, actually, a really great one that works in my office, Dee Dee. <laughs> <laughs> I have actually seen Dee Dee before, and we mm-hmm. worked on core transformation, yes. um, which. Also in that session, I was able to get down to it came down to guilt. Mm. So, hmm, a lot so, of guilt issues there. Yeah. So what is that the guilt about for you? What's the negative dialogue that surrounds guilt? Well, I'm, I, my negative dialogue is that I'm very afraid of disappointing people. And I feel guilty if I'm disappointing people. But if you hear that, what about, the, what about worrying about disappointing myself? Right. And so that's what I'm really trying to work on changing. But it, this isn't easy. It's not easy, and it does take some time and effort, but if you're willing to invest in yourself and invest in making some of those changes, you're going to feel so much better mm-hmm. and, and really create the results that you want to yeah. in your life. Like you said, part of the, the biggest part of it is the awareness mm-hmm. and identifying it, and I didn't realize that I had all of these, everything that was kind of going back to guilt, so it's different. It's, it's like good to realize that and then... Now, how do I process it? And so the next step would be to look at what is it about disappointing? Why is it that you would choose disappointing yourself over disappointing somebody else? Ah. That's a question to think about. (laughs) (laughs) I know what I'll be pondering. But I think that goes again to being, and it's a natural desire to be liked by other people, to seek approval from other people. And, mm-hmm. and that's fine in terms, we want to have positive, healthy interactions and relationships. But when it starts to become detrimental to your well-being, that you're, sa- you're sacrificing some aspect of yourself to just not to disappoint somebody, that, you know, that really is something for us to, to look at. Why are we choosing that behavior? That's yes. a little bit of a, a toxic self-relationship. It sure is. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Um, what are you going to, what are we going to talk about on the next show? So toxic relationships is such a Big topic. And the next one that both you and I are familiar with is a toxic work relationship. And we are so lucky now to have jobs that we love. Mm -hmm. But it was not always that way. No. And I know that I was in a corporate job um, for a long time that was not for me. And because of the fears that I had around money and not believing in myself and all those things, really stayed locked in there for about 12 years. So we want to help people maybe make yes. a faster transition than that. Yes. <laughs> and I was uh, I was in a very toxic relationship here in Seattle um, with a lot of uh, work relationship mm-hmm. um, with a lot of other people also in that same toxic work relationship. And I think sometimes we just think that there's not another way. Um, and it it really kind of affected a lot of other parts of my life, mm-hmm. my relationships and my health. All of it. So I, I think there's a lot of people who feel that way. We're in a very uh, crazy kind of uh, environment in our world right now where we're, there's this drive for money and success and we're supposed to be something. And um, so we're all working really, really hard and maybe not for the best places and not feeling good about ourselves. If it comes from a place of fear, then it's money and money and success is great. But if it come if you're driven by fear and you're staying in a toxic environment, then that's a problem. That's what we're going to talk about next time. Yeah, I can't wait. Hey, Pat, I think your mic's off. I want to just say to you all, I mean, here here's the deal. 
you're going to be doing a lot of uh, shows on on the verge because mm -hmm. it's a big platform. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone knows the energy and the frequency of this. You know, today where you started out was at this place of understanding that we start with ourselves and we can get some help. And that, I think, is where you all shine in the world to help people do that. So thank you so very much. Again, please let folks know how to contact you, how they can schedule a session with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, so if you want to get a hold of us at Seattle Healing Hypnosis, you can find us at seattlehealinghypnosis.com. You can also call us at 206-765-8265. And we are all over social media, Facebook, Instagram, Google+, and YouTube at Seattle Healing Hypnotherapy. Wow. Thank you both. Thank you, Andy. Thanks, Dr. Thank Pat. Thank you for all Thanks, you Dr. do. Pat. Thank, thank you, Benny, for pushing all the right buttons. And remember, everyone, we got another hour coming on the t on Transformation Talk Radio. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to On The Verge Radio, using your breakdown for a breakthrough with Coach Laura Richer. We all have that moment in life when we are on the verge of big change. This time of transition is a wild and unknown place. How will you show up? Embrace the positive, drop the negative, and you can experience total transformation. Schedule a breakthrough session with Laura at seattlehealinghypnosis.com. Laura will help you discover the path to creating rapid and positive changes. Tune in every month for On The Verge Radio with Laura Richer. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.